Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Backerkit and The Gadget Flow. Backerkit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined by brothers Pete and Mark Ackerman. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me on Art of the Kickstart this morning. Happy to be here, Roy. Thank you. It's our pleasure, man. All right. So let's get started. So you guys have an active Kickstarter campaign right now, the Chameleon Pack. This is a genius backpack that turns into a chair. So you guys are not only forging new trails out in the industry and out in the wilderness, but also in terms of product design and development. Let's, uh, let's tell our audience all about the backstory here. Where does this all begin? I'll take that, Roy. I, I guess the, the short version of it, Roy, is I've got an interesting career that allows me basically a three-hour lunch break every day. And as you, as you probably know, here in Utah, the mountains are just in our backyard. And so it, it becomes pretty normal to take advantage of that long break and get get back up in the in the mountains and the canyons do a lot of hiking do a lot of hammocking and my brother and i we work together chris who's not with us right now but we just love to be able to get up get up out in the wilderness and and it's funny as as most people know when you're on the trail especially with hammocks and stuff you're kind of limited to you know you have to have two trees that are kind of the right distance in order to get as comfortable as you want to get. And as we sat there over time, we just talked about how sweet it would be to have the ability to post up wherever we want and eat our lunch and hang out. But, but sometimes the best views don't have the rocks and the trees and the things you want to be able to chill for a while. And so one day I came home, I had a, I had a day pack and I, and I had a, one of those light ultralight chairs and started playing around and came up with, uh, this concept of trying to, trying to be able to essentially carry your load and take your load off wherever you want to go. And then from there, we, uh, we designed the chameleon pack and it's been awesome. And it, you know, it's, uh, we're super excited to see what happens and where this thing goes. So this is the first product that you guys have ever brought to market, right? It is for now, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that for our audience in terms of what that process has looked like. You know, how long ago did you guys begin and what were some of the steps that you guys had to take to bring this product to fruition? A lot of that really just comes from, you know, you kind of get in the, I think a lot of us are kind of in that corporate realm where that's life and that's, I've been at 
company I'm at for nine years and I actually really enjoy what I do and it's a lot of fun, but after a while you want to, you want something new. And so this whole concept of forging new trails and to kind of do some uncomfortable things and break away, especially, you know, a lot of us, uh, a lot, there's people out there that do what they love for their career. And I like my job, but my passion is the outdoors. So this was a great opportunity to try to combine both of those and, you know, try to, I guess, jump in this space is a little bit crazy, you know, but uh, that's also what makes it so exciting. Absolutely. Our phrase, our phrase forge new trails is as much about our story as it is about, you know, going in the outdoors and, and bushwhacking through <laughs> Bushwhacking through, um, you know, the brush, you know, it's forging new trails, you know, we're developing and we're growing as a business and we want to, and our tagline forging new trails is a much, is much about the business side as it is about the outdoor side. Absolutely. Yeah. I had the, uh, the pleasure and opportunity to speak at a conference out in Utah this past winter. And I must say you guys have an amazing, you know, audience around you of mountains. So I completely appreciate this product simply because of what you guys have around you as an opportunity to get out there and explore. Absolutely. Yeah, we're spoiled for sure, Roy. Yeah, I got that sense out there where it's just completely breathtaking views everywhere you go. So let's talk about some of the challenges that you guys have encountered thus far, you know, bringing your first product to market. You know, have there been challenges on the design side, the ergonomic side, the support and stability side of an individual sitting in a chair. Talk a little bit about some of the, uh, the challenges you guys have encountered uh, throughout this process. So a lot of it, Roy, is the biggest challenge of, of uh, forging any new trail is the unknowns, you know, especially when you're trying to balance. We're, we're dads. We're deeply rooted in our families. That's priority number one. And then Obviously, the kind of capital that goes into starting a new venture like this, it's kind of nerve-wracking. So the emotional side of starting a new venture like this, as well as some of the weight of the financial burden, and there's takes a lot of resource to get out and do it. And I've, luckily, I've, I do some real estate investing, which kind of helped get this thing off the ground on the side. That's one of my other passions. But it's still taxing on a wife. It's taxing on kids. and. And as much as it's exciting, you know, that's, those have probably been the biggest challenges. And we're grateful for when it comes to the product itself and design. You know, this is an industry over, I mean, hundreds of years, people have, have loved to get out and, and enjoy all of God's creations. And, and so there's been a lot of inspiration that we've drawn from, companies that have innovated over the years and everybody's goal is to, to enhance the, the outdoor experience and we felt like we felt like this was a great opportunity to, to kind of catch that same vision of companies that have gone before they've you know they've uh, they forged their own trails and now we wanted to take the outdoor comfort and the outdoor experience to a whole new level especially in the backpack space absolutely so, Mark, you've been working with our agency, Inventus Partners, since the, the launch of the campaign. Talk to our audience why you decided to use Kickstarter as a means to launch Trailform. To use Kickstarter? Yeah. Well, um, 
We have a brother, Dave Ackerman, who, who launched a brand on Kickstarter, Tobacco Motor Workwear. They do motorcycle jeans. And he was pretty successful. He was able to raise $120,000. And, you know, looking at it, if we had to, you know, as we were kind of developing the product, if we had to go and buy all the inventory and launch this business, I mean, it it would be, I mean, I don't know if we'd be able to do it because we'd have to spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on inventory and because of, you know, manufacturers have minimum orders and MOQs and and especially with the level of customization you want to do, you know, it's it sometimes can be easy to buy a product that already exists and not have that MOQ. But when you want to customize it and make it as unique as we've made it, they have a minimum order quantity. And so we we decided to go to Kickstarter and see if they could help us raise the funds, see if, you know, also find out, hey, is there, I mean, we've, we've developed this product and we think it. Is cool. Does the market out there think that this product is cool? Does the market think that this product is worthy of of being developed? So we thought Kickstarter would be a great platform to launch the product. Absolutely. And with hundreds of backers and tens of thousands in funding in just the first week, I think we're certainly seeing success there since the campaign was fully funded within the first four days. What do you think was the biggest factor responsible for funding so quickly? Well, um, I do think that it's been huge working with Adventist Partners. You know, they've been really good about keeping us on a timeline and making sure we reach certain goals. You know, I think if we were to go at it alone, it would have taken us much longer to get as far as we've gotten. You know, I think also kind of planning and planning ahead and not just uh, shooting in the dark, you know, we, we've gone and collected email lists and, and uh, before, even before the Kickstarter began, and we've marketed those lists right at launch. So, I mean, if, if, the, if you ask us, you know, well, how did you fund so quickly? Well, it's because we actually had an audience before we launched. I think to adding, adding to that, Roy, I just think that because we have a product that truly is completely unique, you know, in the sense that since, you know, early 1900s, we've seen people doing this thing where you try to combine a backpack and a chair, and a chair at the same time. But, it's, but there's nothing quite like what this uh, chameleon is. And I think, I think when people actually see what it does and they actually, you know, it's beyond just a backpack to a chair transformation, there's a ton that's really intriguing to any outdoor enthusiast. At minimum, it's intriguing. And we've gotten a lot of really awesome feedback that people are stoked that there's really nothing like this product out there. It's completely unique. And that's obviously helped gain traction. Absolutely. So what's been the biggest surprise so far that you guys have encountered, you know, in your first week in the active campaign? I think some of the, some of it would be we, always in the back of your head, it's, when you're when you're doing something like this, it's a roller coaster of emotions. There's days we think, oh, this thing's going to bust, you know, explode, and, and then there's days that it feels like, oh man, is this going to flop? But, but I guess to a degree, it's been a nice a nice surprise to see the reactions and some of the messages, personal messages we've received from people. 
some of the personal messages that we've received have been awesome and the feedback and how excited I think people have caught our vision. So it didn't necessarily take us by surprise in the sense we, we were hoping that would be the case, but certainly to this, to this scale makes it exciting. Well, that's exciting to hear. And obviously it's always nice when you can interact with the people that are not only backing your project, but potentially want to give you some feedback and, you know, resonate with the story that you guys have produced. So it's always great to hear. And, you know, that's the, the true spirit of crowdfunding, right? Oh, yeah. It's awesome. So let's talk about your audience and if giving advice to someone else who is looking to kickstart their outdoor or camping product like this. I would say advice would be, I think, be patient. Sometimes those emotions can get the best of, of us. And uh, it's, it's nice to remember that these campaigns are a duration. Um, at the same time, I think pre- be prepared. I think it has been helpful to have Venice partners to help create, like Mark said, that, that timeline, milestones, hitting milestones, giving uh, consultation and advice. And it's nice to, you know, it's not, it's not like every single piece of advice you always agree with or see eye to eye, but at the same time, you want to, uh, you want to trust those that have gone before. And, and, um, I think that's been a big help. I think having people that have a, a structure in place, a plan in place, that's proven is certainly really helpful. So what's next after this product? What, what do you guys have in store? There's all kinds of cool stuff. One of the patent, one of the patents pending that we have are these switch bags. And we're super stoked that the, the video and the Kickstarter to this point doesn't do it justice what we have in mind with these type of things as well as because of the other patent pending our pentazip technology on this backpack it presents so many other things and options that we can do with a backpack that are still going to allow this to be very fully functional as a backpack but also create some other conveniences and it's been funny to to see the comments and feedback from our advertising and our backers that a lot of them are suggesting some some things that we already have uh, some plans to do some further innovations. Nice. And we don't we don't want to spoil our alert too quick, especially because we've got a lot of intellectual property that we're pinning down and that kind of stuff. But but there's a ton of cool things in the works. With future versions, I think people will be surprised when they get their final version of this backpack to see a few additional uh, additions that are just going to come standard on it, as well as we're excited to roll out some stretch goals and, and give some exposure to some of these other ideas that we have. And I think people will be pretty stoked at some of that. Awesome. No, excited to see that. All right, Pete, this gets us into our launch round where I'm going to rapid fire questions at you. Are you good to go? I'm good to go. Let's do it. So what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Great question. Uh, to me, I guess it, it wasn't necessarily about entrepreneurship. To me, it's just been about, uh, you know, it's just as cliche or cheesy as it might sound. I mean, I think, I think being outdoors is so invigorating and, and anybody that spends time in the outdoors knows how it feels like true freedom and it feels like uh feels like where man is supposed to be almost you know and uh so what happened really was just 
just the ability to, to try to break from maybe that corporate course. It's a well-trodden path that we kind of go to work and people just get into that mode a little bit. And I love, I really enjoy what I do, but I think getting into this space, breaking away from a comfort zone, Roy, and, and like we've, like we've talked about forging a new trail, both in life and in the outdoor industry, that ride, that journey is so invigorating. And I would encourage anybody that has good ideas to just try stuff. I mean, and if you try stuff and you take action, regardless of whether something succeeds or fails, there's so much personal development and so much happiness and joy from breaking away from that well-trodden path and doing something new and stretching ourselves. And I've been really inspired by several, several books and things that I've been reading that these entrepreneurs talk a lot about that. So in talking about forging new trails, what's your favorite place to hike? Probably the places that I spend the most time. Again, being a family man, I'm a little bit, well, I, I shouldn't use that as an excuse because I see some awesome people that have backed us and I've got friends that don't let kids get in the way as much. I think we uh, crammed our kids so close together. We've let that be the excuse to not go as far and travel as far. But the high you went is there's so many beautiful hikes. And spending time back there, one of my favorite hikes is Lake Packard. Uh, it's a nice short. You can turn it. It's a day hike, but the scenery and some of those places I've gone there with brothers on a number of occasions and friends and just some beautiful scenery. But the high you win is here locally would uh, un- uh, unfortunately be my maybe boring answer. People, a lot of people may not be familiar with sure. how that wilderness so if you could go hiking with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Well, man, people that know the history of the outdoors, uh, Teddy Roosevelt was a big outdoorsman who paved the way in a lot of sense to, to do a lot of the preservation of national parks. And, and uh, I know that there's, there's, a, there's some really famous outdoorsmen that, that – uh, I that's a that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> so, what would have been your first question for Mr. Roosevelt? Oh man, um, man, you're asking some good tough questions. Maybe what what took us so long to to uh, start preserving these lands and and inspiring others to get out and enjoy them? That's the first thing that comes to mind. What book would you recommend to our audience? You know what? That's a great question, too. The books that have inspired me as of late, there's a, uh, well, I, I'm in the middle of, I'm going close to the end of Seven Habits for Highly Effective People and talks a lot about this paradigm, this mindset, as well as there's a book by Phil Knight, the owner of Nike, Shoe Dog, which is super inspiring because any entrepreneur is going to feel like there's a lot in common to read about him and his journey. Obviously, we know where, what the end of that story is, but it would just be really cool to feel like we can even catch a glimpse of making that type of impact, even if it be a, a fraction of the success that Phil Knight has seen. It would be fun to really see people be inspired by our products. And the goal would be to inspire people to get out more and not let uh, life and our jobs and careers and other things keep us from getting out and 
enjoying the outdoors. Absolutely. Last question, Peter. What does the future of crowdfunding look like? The future of crowdfunding? Um, you know what? I think we're going to continue to see more and more people enter the space. We know some of the big players, Kickstarter and Indiegogo, I think we'll see more of that. I think there will be more companies like Inventus Partners that jump in. We've already had a bunch of companies reaching out to us that uh, I think want to you know, they want to help and assist other people ease the burden of startup and help people. And I think that's a good thing. And I think you'll see a lot of companies start move to, especially startup companies moving more and more to this model to prove their products, to prove their vision and direction. They want to take these companies and make sure that they have something viable before they, before they uh, shoulder a ton of the risk that, it keeps some people out of it. Awesome. Well, I know we lost Mark, but Peter, this has been awesome. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell them what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should go buy a trail form. Go go buy a chameleon, you mean? That is what I meant. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, if, if anybody loves the outdoors, we love being minimalist. We love the, the roughing it mentality, but but we don't believe that it's always necessary to sacrifice comfort. And for a long time, we carried around chairs and we, you know, this and that. And having used the chameleon, there really isn't, I mean, anybody that loves outdoors and gear, there's certain items of your gear that you get super stoked about and want to take with you and want to use often and want to find excuses to use it. And the chameleon encompasses that. This is a pack that gives you so many options, so much adaptability. It really, you can tailor it to whatever trip you're doing, soccer, kids' soccer games, day hikes, work situation. I've had people tell me I'm pumped to take this to work with me. I have a job that would, would love to be able to have an option to sit down on my lunch breaks and, and do things and leisure and school. Well, we've had college students say they're pumped to use this. So there's so many options that this thing gives. We hope everybody gets the chance to see the full version and see what this thing really does. It's a lot more than just a backpack to a chair transformation. Absolutely. Well, I know Mark dropped off, but Peter, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Audience, of course, thank you for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the show notes, a full transcript. Links to everything we talked about today, including the campaign. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Backer Kit. Peter, thank you so much for being on Art of the Kickstart. Thank you, Roy. Appreciate you having us. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week. 